It is an amazing day for Yu-Gi-Oh! So excited to have you guys on the very, very, very first podcast update Monday. Now, unfortunately, you may be hearing this podcast on a Tuesday, but you guys get the gist of it. It is going to be a podcast of me talking about everything involving update Monday with so much more. So it has been seven in, I want to say seven in, it has been six months and three weeks of kicking rumor toward arthritis's ass. I gotta say, I've been down bad quite some times before, and I've also been up the highest of the highs quite some times before. So I gotta say, overall, my experience with rheumatoid arthritis has been fairly even, but seeing that even isn't something that most people would consider uh, having an even lifestyle, a, a very uh, normal life, uh, this is obviously a win in our favor. I actually just decided to uh, take my rheumatoid arthritis shot before my vacation. Of course, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, yeah, every my symptoms are all the way back to normal. No, can you know, it's crazy uh, pain in the hands or feet. Nothing really bad. So again, another win for us. Speaking of such, let me go ahead and transition to the vacation. Now, if you guys did not know, I am a hard worker. I will say this and I say it in modesty. I am just a hard worker. I haven't taken a vacation since the COVID pandemic. And even that vacation was more of a business trip. The YCS, um, I was going to say Inglewood because I've made so many jokes out of the YCS. Uh, YCS Pasadena being canceled was a blessing in disguise for me. As I hope it would have been a blessing in disguise for some of you guys that could take full advantage of being able to come out and see beautiful California or maybe even just have that extra bit of money if you were able to get your money back to do other things. But this was actually a revelating uh, trip that allowed me to get deeper and more in touch, not only with myself, with Sabrina, with family members, squash over some uh, family beefs and, and learn a lot of things. Um, the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about my relationship with my father. My father has not been in my life um, since I was about maybe seven, seven or eight years old. I really couldn't tell you uh, the time that it happened. But uh, even before my father, me and my father, we had a, a, an abusive relationship, not necessarily even a great relationship. Uh, my best days, I remember going over my father's house was uh, him telling me not to chew when I or not to chew with my mouth open or me playing the video games and him smoking weed or maybe even just getting pulled over uh, and him going to jail for not having you know the correct tags and then having uh weed in his car this is back in the boomer days was weed was actually a you know an offense that would land you in jail but me and my father have always had an estranged relationship and uh over the last few years, we've tried to make amends, uh, more so with him trying to make amends for all of the things that he's done wrong. And uh, recently, I've been uh, reciprocating the same energy. I've, I've been wanting to make amends. So a uh, crazy thing is that, yo, we have a call and I'm like, you know, I'll be out there, uh, you know, for YCS Pasadena on a business trip, uh, January uh, 14th through 16th or 15th. Yeah, 14th through 16th because 14th is the Friday. Him and my grandfather, they're like, cool, you know, see you there. Uh, the night before, I send him a text message. I'm like, yo, I'm coming through. You know what I mean? Nothing. All right, whatever. I send my grandfather the same thing. And he doesn't necessarily reply to text messages either. I touch down to uh, to Long Beach. We take the Long Beach flight, which is... Uh, the flight wasn't necessarily so good coming there. The, the staff were dicks. The pilot 
We went through turbulence. It did not feel like a comfortable ride. But finally, we arrived to Pleasant Long Beach, my hometown. I know I tell you guys I'm from Watts, California, but in actuality, I'm really from Long Beach. Um, I just have so much experience inside of Watts. And it sounds cooler to say Watts and Long Beach. I don't want to be associated with Sue Dog just because I said Long Beach. But anyways, we touched down to beautiful Long Beach, California. And the first thing we do is I take Sabrina to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I don't know if you guys may have noticed uh, or know about Wasco's Chicken and Waffles, but it's one of the most famous restaurants in California. And you won't believe what they're known for, their chicken and their waffles. So I take Sabrina there. We have an amazing time there, taking pictures, doing all that lovey-dovey cuddle stuff. And then I take her to this Rite Aid that I always go to, um, you know, been my youth. And we get some ice cream. Uh, there's a couple of pictures and, and videos uh, from that. I wound up losing my ice cream cone, which is that no bueno, mi corazón. But seeing that I am supposed to be on a diet anyways, I guess it was all for the good. It was a double scoop. So I had to go down to the single scoop, got a new one, and, you know, we, we rode on there. I called my father that uh, following after that, and he doesn't answer. And I didn't think too much of it. I know he's a working man. You know, uh, he works at a freight uh, job, and I he works throughout midday to the evening. I didn't think too much of it. I go to see my grandfather. He didn't know I was coming, which was even more a surprise because I texted him and I told him during a voice chat, a uh, video chat that I was coming. So, you know, it was a little weird. And I try calling him the day after. Uh, he still doesn't answer. Uh, now, my grandfather already told me a schedule. He has the weekends off. Uh, and you have to think in between me texting him the night before I come me video chatting him the day that I'm there and then attempting to video chat the day after you would have to think that one of those he'd be able to see like, yo, you know, my son's out here. I would like to see him that didn't come into fruition. And to be honest, that made me extremely upset. The more I actually sat back and I thought about it, that made me extremely upset. Not that I didn't cut like that. I did come to see, come out to see, come out to the trip to see you, but you were definitely a huge part of the reason why I decided to keep going. And um, one thing I've learned to do is that when that type of energy happens and women do this, especially like, you know, you meet a woman online or whatever, or maybe you you've seen her once or twice or whatever, and you genuinely show interest to her. This is something that hopefully you can relate. Or maybe it's that family member that, uh, you know, you were close to once before. And now you guys are reconnecting and you go out there. I promise you this. Hopefully it doesn't, but it, it, it's more likely to happen to you. You go out there and you try to connect with them and they ghost you. Uh, the first thing uh, I want to say is that it was brought to my attention uh, by my sister that those people uh, may not be in the best situation. And seeing you and what you have done and what you have accomplished puts them in uh, a further hole, uh, so to speak. And... That's something that you have to accept that as you become more successful with your ventures, as you start to build on to your life, uh, people in the past may not be uh, so happy with it, uh, you know, or, or agreeable with what you've done. And so they may put on a front uh, from a distance. But when it comes to, you know, close time, actually seeing each other, a different story. Uh, and the reason why I say this is because not only did this happen with my father on this trip, this also happened with close friends of mine from uh, middle school and high school. I, I guess they it is true what they say. It's a it's a cost to, to being successful and you lose friends. But in actuality, if you look at it from this perspective, you never had them. Then it 
becomes a little bit of an easier pill to swallow. Um, my father was never in my life. Uh, he still he still owes me a trip to Legoland, which I do plan on taking my kids now that I think about it. Um, and I don't necessarily miss him in my life. I'm actually uh, happy to have this type of closure because now when I move on to the next chapter and I move to see other people in my life, I can understand uh, where they are when it comes to a situation like this. Uh, my grandfather, I I actually stayed over at his house for the weekend and he did something extremely heartbreaking to me. Um, and this is something a little bit more sensitive, guys. I'm, I, I, you know, this is the update Monday. So, uh, of course, I'm going to let you guys know on all of the sensitive subjects and whatnot. But this still tears me up and I try not to think about it because it hurts so bad. Um, so when I get there, my grandfather didn't even know it was me that it was there. Okay. He also confused with me calling him and telling them that I'm coming over with my father because my father comes on the weekends to his house unannounced every single time, which was another strike because he didn't show up. Okay, whatever. You know, you're like 80. So all timers kick in, whatever. I'm not even going to think. Um, I have a cousin. My cousin is 12 years old. She'll be 13 on the 1st of February. Um, my aunt, which is his daughter, she committed suicide. Um, her uncle would, you know, which is my uncle as well. He died just recently, uh, to paint a picture for you guys. I am the second youngest person in my entire family on my father's side. The next youngest person is my father and he's almost 50. Then there's a gap between me and my cousin who is 12. So, um, just to paint a picture, we are the last two. Well, I guess it would be my sons too, right? Because that would still be a part, but you know, we're the last two standing. None of my, uh, uncles or aunts had any additional kids. My father doesn't have any additional kids. My uncle didn't have any kids. My aunt only had one before they both passed. So just to paint a picture and this little girl, I swear to God, from the day that I met her all the way up until now, and even still now, she has captured my heart. She is my cousin. I want nothing but the best for her. If she said, yo, big cuz, I want this. I, it's it's just one of those things. You know what I mean? I treat her like how I treat my nieces. She's that age. Like my, my, my nieces are roughly in between five and 12. Actually, I have an 18 year old niece my uh, too, but like my little nieces, whatever they want, I just get them. It, it is what it is. I talk to them. I want them to do better. I want them to, you know, to, to, to get better in their academics. And I don't mean necessarily uh, pass certain classes. I just want them to know. And I want them to grow up to be very smart, young, intelligent, beautiful women. Same thing for my, my nephews. I want them to grow to be smart, young, intelligent men. And for them, it's a little bit different uh, going on a little side tangent. I don't get them. I get them whatever they want, but you know, they got to fight me or something for it, you know, just toughen them up a little bit. But um, she, I was told that I wasn't going to be able to see her this weekend, which you know, that, that's a little, eh, you know, it's a little depressing, but at the same time, it's like, I understand, you know, she's with a uh, uh, family, a relative on her father's side, I believe. And, you know, she's doing her own thing. Um, moving forward towards the end of our vacation stay, she pops up. She's over there. Me and Sabrina, we, we've been going out every day, working out. Um, 
speaking to family members, that was fucking awesome. Just seeing all the other family members that I haven't seen and who knows how long and catching up with them um, and stuff was really amazing. But um, on the day that we come back, she's there at the house and I walk in. It's maybe around nine. They're old as fuck, guys. They go to sleep early, just like me. And they're like, yo, your cousin's here. So, you know, um, I'm just letting you know your cousin's there. I'm like, oh, my God, my cousin's here. Good. I get to see her. So. I walk to the door, I knock on the door, I see her, and I'm like, yo, you know, because it's been about like four years maybe since I see her. I'm like, you remember me? Like, you know, because she she was eight at the time, you know, things happen. And she's like, yo, you took me out to eat, and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, 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 what's going on? You know, so I walk in, me and Sabrina are in the room, we're catching up, you know what I mean? She likes anime, I fucking love it. Um, she likes Demon Slayer. Um, what else does she like? She likes, she doesn't like Death Note, which I almost disowned her. Uh, she said One Piece was a good anime, which again, I also almost disowned her. And then she was like, nah, I'm just playing with you. You know what I mean? And you know, she's a jokester. She's funny. You can tell that she tries to say things to impress me. Like she told me she types at 90 words per minute. And I'm like, with one hand. And I'm like, little girl, you know, you cap. Cause I type at 70 words per minute with one hand. And I see you type right now. You type at maybe... A rough, a good 60, 70 words per minute with two hands. And like, don't get me wrong, you're 12 years old. So by the time you hit high school, you're definitely going to type way faster to me. She's a fucking demon. But uh, not right now. You know what I mean? Like she, she says little things like that just to, you know, try to seem cool or bigger. But it's like, you know, that that's what kids do at that point in time, right? So um, she actually convinced me to watch Demon Slayer. And I'm like, yo, all right, sure. You know, I'll watch Demon Slayer with you. Me, Bert, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll watch Demon Slayer with you. And she couldn't put Demon Slayer on her iPad to the TV for some reason. She's like, all right, I'm going to go ask grandma and grandpa. Cool, whatever, go in there. Um, she goes in there and she's like, yo, you know, I'm trying to hook up my iPad to the TV so I can watch. And my grandpa and my grandmother, they flipped the fuck out. Like, why'd you go in there? Why'd you knock on the door? Blah, blah, blah. Why are you bothering them? Such as so, so you need to stay out of grown folks business, all this. And like, I, I walk in there, like, you know, they, they grill her. I mean, for a solid 10 minutes and I'm just sitting there because like, you know, like out of respect, I'm not going to just barge in and all that other stuff. Cause that's their room. And she leaves. Oh, I'm sorry. And a really big part is that grandma says, um, if y'all want to watch something, y'all just go watch it in, um, in the living room. You know, she goes to the living room. I, I come in right after because I'm not just going to go to the living room after that. I'm like, that's my cousin. Y'all just hold out my cousin. So I knock on the door. I'm like, yo, grandpa, you saw me knock on the door. You pointed to the door. Like, you know, what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, Emma's a very manipulative little girl, such and so and so, this and this and that. And, and, and it's like just, I'm like, dog. In my head, I'm like, she's 12 years old. Like. She's been raised by people whose youngest is like the youngest is 48. If you do the math, the people that are raising her were born in the 70s. This little girl was born in 2008. Like, well, maybe not. Maybe 2000 and whatever the math is for that. <laughs> I think I might be actually spot on with it. But she was like, like the gap is so significant. And, and the times that you are trying to oppose on this girl is so different. It just won't work. But out of respect, I can't say that. That's my grandfather's house. You know what I mean? He's a hardworking man and he's worked his ass off to get where he is. And on top of that, who am I to say how, you know, how he should run his castle? So I'm like, you know what? 
I respect it. Um, I'm just going to go, you know, I'm going to go watch uh, anime in, in, in the main room or whatever. I'm like, they're and they're like, yo, you know, she's manipulative. She'll get you. She'll wrap you around. I'm like, I'm not, I don't care about all that. That's what girls do. If you've ever had, if you have a daughter or if you're ever around a little girl, the first thing that a little girl will do is wrap you around her finger, do the little cute thing. You're like, oh, I really want this. And you get it for her. That's how girls are programmed. It's, it's besides that. You know what I mean? So uh, me and Sabrina, we go into the living room and uh, she starts to play uh, Demon Slayer. And so we get to like the opening credits and next thing you know, my grandpa's like, Emma, you need to get back here right now. All right. What the fuck's going on now? She gets back there and they're like, who told you to put on the TV? Nobody told you. I'm like, my nigga, like, I swear. I'm like, and Sabrina even said it too. Like, are we in a fucking horror movie? Is this like a joke? Like what you, you said it like you said it. And they're like, they're grilling this little girl. And I'm like, Dog, this has to be one of the most, most uncomfortable things because that is my only, because my other cousins, quote unquote, they're not genuinely, they're like blood relatives, my cousins. The only blood relative I have that is my cousin, that is her, literally, of all of the people that are related to me, she is the only person in my life that is like blood cousin for me. I'm actually lying. I have another cousin, but he's like 60, you know what I mean? Like, so what are we doing here? You know what I mean? She's, she's, she's the only one significantly around my age. So they're screaming at her for putting on the thing. And I, I, this time I walk in, I'm like, grandma, that's where you told us to go. Like, and you know, he's like, Oh no. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be knocking on the doors. I'm like, grandpa, you saw me knock on the door. Like it's, it's, I swear to God, it's like all timers is kicking in for both of them. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this is, this is ridiculous. And, we get to a point where grandma's like, no, you know what? You're right. I did tell them to go watch it in there. And then she was like, but Emma, you know, you shouldn't be watching it in there. Like, nigga, what the fuck is going on? Like, it is a fucking nightmare. It is literally a nightmare. So they send her off into the room. They're like, you know what? Don't go in the room and don't come out of the room unless we say so. You cannot go in that room or you can't go to the room and blah, 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 this and this and that. And that's what really broke my heart because right then and there, I knew I wouldn't see my, my cousin again. I knew I wouldn't see my cousin again. I just knew I would not see her again. And she wanted to take a picture with me. She followed my YouTube channel. She was doing this. She was doing that. And I was like, you know what? I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to put something in my video. And hopefully, um, hopefully she sees it. If she doesn't, she doesn't. If she does, she does. But um, uh, I lost track of thought. But they, they send her to a room and I know I'm not never going to see her again. And then I'm like, Yo, what's going on? And then they 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 flip this spiel. They're like, yo, Emma's a manipulator and she knew she wasn't supposed to be there. And, you know, this, this, that. And I'm like, y'all niggas, in my head, I'm like, y'all niggas really got dementia. Like, y'all, y'all really set this girl up to fail. Like, there was no winning for this. Like, and I feel bad because I'm the one that started this whole conversation. Like, you know, I, I, I if I would have never knocked on her door, none of this would have never happened. So I feel like complete shit because of that's, you know, that's what went down. And this girl was literally getting like eviscerated from, from, from both sides for, for just trying to kick it with her cousin. You know what I mean? Somebody that is closer to her age than the other people her age and actually understands what the fuck she likes to do. Which she likes to watch cartoons, like or anime. Why well, I say cartoons? She likes to watch anime. She likes to uh, draw. She likes to, uh, she's a really good artist, by the way, too. 
she likes to play video games. She has she, like she likes stuff, and they're trying to portray her as just some manipulative person that sits in front of a computer screen and doesn't talk to them. Of course, she doesn't talk to you guys. You're fucking old. You don't even know how to fucking use your own fucking YouTube channel and shit. Like, you, of course, like you barely know how to use your Amazon accounts. Like, you, there's such an age gap for you guys, and it's frustrating. So, that isn't even the worst part. That isn't even the worst part. It gets worse. So they sugarcoat me up. No, it's not your fault. You know, it's her fault. She should know better. And at this time, I'm just defeated. I'm like, you know what? All right, cool. I love you, grandma and grandpa. I'll catch you guys later. Um, I go in the room and it's just me and Sabrina. And Sabrina's just like, you could see the look on her face. It's just defeated. She's like so confused. We're both confused. We're both frustrated. But whatever. I'm like, you know, hopefully I wake up in the morning and I go to the gym and I come back. And when I come back, I can see Emma. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody will be up and I can probably see her. I go lay down and my room, the room that I'm laying in is right across from their room. And I can hear Emma getting called in there again and getting grilled again. And this time, this, this is what really hurt. They're asking her, okay, what really happened? You know what I mean? If you guys understand what I'm saying, the context of what I'm saying, they're asking her, yo, what really happened? Why was he in there? Like, why was he talking to you? Like, what real? And they kept saying, what really happened? You know, like, what did he say? What did, and I'm like, what the fuck, dog? Like, if you didn't, if you didn't trust me to be around my own fucking first cousin, like my, my cousin, my, my blood relative, why do you even have me in your house? And like, it just, it just sat to an all time low. I I have never felt that bad in a very long time. I have never felt like, I felt like I was being accused of something I obviously did not do. But on top of that, what stung even more is that there was no way for me to even come in and, and fix the situation. There wasn't. There was nothing I can do about it. And what's even worse is that that is probably, that might be, I really hope it's not, but that might be the very last thing that my cousin, that might be, that little girl is so important. She is my only family member. <laughs> and she's so smart. And she's so young. <laughs> and I don't even get to see her like that. Her birthday on the first dog. <laughs> I can't even get her anything because they just go fucking spit it some fucking way. <laughs> the only thing I've ever wanted.
in my entire life was to have somebody that was related to me, blood related to me, that I could be a part of their life and I could tell them everything that I ever known as a kid and, and help them grow and just be the person that they want to be. And my younger sister, my younger sister, Amelia, she's like in the same situation where she's like, she's in this, like, I, I don't even hate old people. I can't even say I hate old people. I can't say I hate old people, but oh my fucking God, it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It's so fucking frustrating. It's. <sighs> oh my God. I got to finish guys. We got to We got to <sighs> This is what you get. This is what you're here for guys. You get to hear the uncut. The uncut. Update Monday and. Unfortunately, it did get cut, but that wasn't because I cut it on purpose. That's just how it is. I know one thing's for sure. Uh, when Emma gets old enough, she will find her cousin. She will find me. And I'll be able to tell her that she was not wrong in this situation. That that she was not the the person that they tried to make her out to be. And the only thing I can do is apologize for, for not having a way to, to do better for her. Man, if I could, I'd give her my fucking spare room. She can come out here. But, um. That's so crazy. What's even more interesting is that my son is is only two years old, younger than her, which it's it's just weird. It's weird how my family is, but it's it's and it, it what's even weirder is that this isn't even the first time that I've been in a situation like this. I have a sister um, through marriage. Her name is Nina, and she was sexually assaulted when she was younger, and the first thing that her mother did was blame me. Um, she said that I did it. Now. Nina, um, Nina is, Nina's a real nigga, dog. I, I really hope you guys can one day meet her. Nina, Nina is my dog. She, uh, she was also unfairly treated in the household, but that's because she was a lesbian and, you know, she dressed up like a boy. She was a stud. Um, but yeah, that, that's definitely for another time. And, and it's just so crazy how I just keep how girls get unfairly treated and when they do the first thing that they blame is the male heir to the family and it's like dog it, it's on top of that you know you want to you want to take care of your people and you don't want you taking care of your people being misconstrued as anything else and it's very frustrating but um whew, moving forward the mess the rest of the trip the rest of that night was fucked. Like, I, I couldn't get out there fast enough. I get up, and they're acting like everything's kosher. Like, oh, you know, when are you coming back? I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, 
dog fucking never but you know i tell him i love him um i head out and um whose birthday is it okay yeah i head out and give me a second because they're they're coming in and they don't know i'm recording yo yo whose birthday is it whose birthday is it whose birthday is it okay i'm recording i'll get to him later Anyways, so the rest of the trip uh, afterward uh, was still pretty good. I met, uh, you know, I've seen some other family members, not necessarily related to me by blood. But um, I have a, I'm just going to call him my cousin just for lack of better words. He's my mother's really close friend that I've grown up with. And um, me and him were like, we were attached to the hip, you know what I mean? For like most of my childhood, you would not see me without him. And he lived right down the street. We would be, bro, when I mean close, we were close. But when I got around 17 years old, uh, I went out there for a summer. And he just basically, he acted as if I was beneath him uh, because of uh, my status. Um, my mother lives on Section 8 housing. Um you know, even when we did move out in Las Vegas, it wasn't like we were doing really good. I had bummy clothes, you know, I had to still still I had to steal from Walmart just to get clothes and stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I was pretty much treated as an outcast in my family and his family dynamic is a little different. You know, his mother and his father are present. Um, they're hard workers, very, very hard workers. They just purchased their third house, I believe. Um, and they're they're fairly affluent. You know, they're, 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 they're pretty well off. So, um, he, you know, he treated me a certain way and I didn't like it. We got into a big fight and ever since that fight and when I mean fight, it wasn't like an argument, like, no, we, 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 we exchanged hands the whole thing. But ever since then we never talked and, uh, we never really kept in contact. We never, you know, it was, it was like, fuck you dog. And, uh, just recently I seen him and you know. He has a little baby girl now, you know what I mean? I got two boys. He got a baby girl. You know, we talked it up. We chatted it up. Uh, kicked it. Didn't talk too much about the old days. Uh, his big brother and me, though, his big brother and me have always been solid, so we talked a lot. And, uh, you know, caught up with him and everything. And it was really good to catch up with just family members and, you know, people that are close to your heart. And then um, I got to talk to my sister. I got to talk to my granny, uh, my biological grandmother on my on my mother's side. Uh she actually has rheumatoid arthritis, which I thought was uh, kind of cool. Not really cool, but now I know it's like, you know, hey, yo, I'm telling my sisters, yo, y'all need to get checked because if she has rheumatoid arthritis, your mother has rheumatoid arthritis, I have rheumatoid arthritis, odds are, you know, y'all need to get that shit managed because uh, her situation is not necessarily great. She can't move her fingers or her arm and it's just locked. And I'm trying to like, you know, give her, you know, information uh, to... Uh, you know, help out and everything. And, you know, it's really hard to come from that, especially when, you know, you're almost guaranteed to have RA in your life. I got to get my kids checked out. But um, that was pretty good. You know, we headed on back to uh, to uh, Las Vegas on Sunday night. Uh, the flight was uh, fairly good. Everything else was really good. I got to meet my family, got to see some really close friends, got to see my boy Rod from the LBC, you know, Ate some good food, watched the fucking uh, playoffs, 
Seeing the Cowboys get smacked by the Niners. Love to see it. This is what I need in my life. Also got to see the Eagles get the brakes beat off by Tom Brady. That's also what I didn't want to see. But, you know, saw some really good things and flew back home. Um, It was really interesting, my vacation, because I thought that my vacation was going to be the worst vacation ever. Um, And aside from that painfully, very painfully uh, tragic situation, that's probably the best time I've had as an adult, you know, on a trip like ever, like it was, it was really awesome. Save for that one part. And I wish that I could have, I wish that I still, to this day, like I still, it's going to sit on me for the back of my mind for a while that I wish that I could have made it better, but I'm going to figure something out, um, you know, to communicate to my cousin. Cause that is my cousin to, to, you know, like, yo, you know, I'm still here for you. Everything's going to be okay. If I can get like where she stays addressed, I can send her the stuff directly there, you know, and maybe I don't really care at this point in time what people think about me. Uh, I've never really cared about that. Um, I know what I am. And, you know, if, if people want to call me that, you got to, you got to, you can run the ones and, you know, we're going to prove it. Obviously we're going to beat that case every single time. So uh, if that's what it takes to help my cousin out, uh, you know, to send her some stuff like, you know, I was going to send her uh, an Animal Crossing um, casing for a Nintendo Switch and a controller and everything. I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I feel optimistic about that. But um, as you guys know, for this Monday, it is Martin Luther King's birthday. Uh, sheesh. I have thoughts about Martin Luther King. Um, when growing up, I was always told Martin Luther King, I have the dream speech. You know, the shit that you guys were told, you were told that Martin Luther King practiced, um, you know, he, he didn't practice violence against the, the, them crazy ass white people that was turning hoses on you, whatever he peacefully protested and all that other shit. And as I got older, I resented Martin Luther King for that because the reason why is because I felt that he set black people so fucking far back. Like, turn out of the cheek shit, man. That's for the Bible. Save that shit for that, okay? Because that same Bible uh, institutes slavery. So, obviously, y'all using that shit for that. Like, dog, y'all be slaves again. At least in my eyes uh, at that time. And uh, the the whole sentiment that uh, eventually those people will start to, you know, notice the errors of their ways. And now, fuck that shit, dog. We don't live in a world where things are balanced. Life isn't fair. Uh, you know, life is always about being unfair. It's about taking what you want and the victor gets the spoils. And that's how it's always been. Uh, as a black man, you got to accept that. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Like, you, our people were enslaved for hundreds and hundreds of years. And even before that, we're enslaved for hundreds and hundreds of years by other tribes. So it's something that we just have to accept. But one thing I'm not going to do is peacefully protest because that shit doesn't get anywhere. And what's really interesting is that a lot of people that think that peaceful protests work, you can't find a spot in history where peaceful protests work. How did the Civil War start? How did the French Revolution start? Like, tell me how these instances were peaceful. There, there. Oh, I'm sorry. There was one in Russia where they just walked in, and they, you know, they let them have their way. But guess what? They walked in with big guns. You know what I mean? They walked in with an army. Like, 
You think that that shit wasn't going to get tragic if it had to? The only reason why it was peaceful is because the government allowed it to be peaceful. And that's how, um, I want to say Alexander got out of power in the Russian regime. I like to call it Russian regime, even though it wasn't a regime at the time. But uh, moving forward, uh, I thought that I really disliked Martin Luther King for being peaceful. I was always, yo, if we got to die for this shit, dog, we going to get out there and we going to die for this shit. We going to cause bloodshed. We going to cause war. All that. That's how that's how it gets done. And I always thought that he was just like, dog, you, you really setting us up. But as I got older and as I started to look into Martin Luther King's work and actually just recently an old an old head from his time was telling me about this. This man's like, I don't know, maybe 60, 70 years old. He's a bodybuilder. He works out really amazing dude. And he was telling me, no, Martin Luther King wasn't about that shit towards his later days. You know what I mean? At first, he thought that peaceful protesting would work. Then he started to like, yo, 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 this shit don't add up, dog. Like, you know, and one of my favorite quotes from Martin Luther King, I fucking love this quote, is we coming to get that check. Like, for real, we want that check, dog. We want that reparations. He was a dude that was very for uh, the liberation of not only black people, but reparations and, and taking care of what's right and uh, eventually realizing that, yo, you know, uh, peaceful protests, they can only get you so far. I mean, I have, I have yet to see a wide scale, peaceful protest to work. So there it is. Um, so today I want to remember Martin Luther King for, uh, the man that not only he was, but the man that he turned out to be, there's a lot of, um, things about Martin Luther King that are very true about how he was, uh, you know what? I can't even necessarily speak on exactly what it was because I'm not well versed in those things. Um, but I know that there are some horrible facts about the man and that's just is what it is. I think that if you dig up, uh, information about just about anybody, you can find some horrible facts. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's just, it just exists. And sometimes you have to look past what the man does and look at the message and the message was, you know, uh, equality for all. And that's still something that, you know, uh, America still has to fight for. And it's the reason why we still have riots in, in 2022 and why we still have conflict and police brutality in 2022, uh, is because we're still fighting for that particular cause. Um, so happy birthday, Martin Luther King, uh, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, I hope that we can move progressively towards an end goal where uh, we can all have a, an amazing dream where I'm coming to get that check. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, man. It has definitely been an exhausting podcast because I didn't even know that I was going to like start bawling like a baby or something. But here we are, man, talking about it. And um, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Uh, I'll catch you for the next update Monday and you guys will get more entertaining facts and stuff about my life and stuff. And I hope you guys are having an awesome day. Don't let what happened at the beginning of your day ruin the rest of your day. Just like how I won't ha let that moment that happened uh, a few days ago ruin the rest of my days. Thank you guys so much and I'll catch you on the next one.